This is the Pangea Podcast, and I'm your host, Jacqueline Schiff. In some ways, uh, the 2012 London Summer Olympic Games feel like way longer than a year ago, uh, at least they do to me, but you might recall the story of Gore Mariel, the Olympic marathon runner who ran without representing a country. South Sudan, where Gore is from, was so new at the time and had not set up an Olympic committee, which meant that Gore could not represent his new country at the Olympics, and he declined to participate on behalf of Sudan, the country he fled when he was 15 years old. Gore ultimately did compete uh, as an independent athlete, and he's now beginning a career as a marathon runner and working towards representing South Sudan around the world. It's sports diplomacy at its very finest. My guests on the podcast are capturing this amazing piece of Gore's story, which in some ways just started at the uh, London Olympic Games. Bill Gallagher is an award-winning producer, and uh, the film, which is called Runner Without a Country, will be his uh, directorial debut. Tom Law, my other guest, is an associate editor of the Sudan Tribune and is the producer of the film. Now, to be perfectly honest, um, I'd actually hope to uh, combine their interviews with a separate interview with Gore, and unfortunately we've had some scheduling challenges, um, and Gore actually is now in South Sudan for the summer and not available for interview. But my hope is that we can chat when he's back and get his perspective on the film um, and his journey so far in his words. For now, uh, Bill and Tom have an interesting perspective on this project, and um, I wanted to get it on your radar as soon as possible. First up, uh, as we head into the interview, you'll hear the voice of Bill Gallagher. I was sitting in a a cafe in in Pamplona, Spain, actually, and and I read the story about Gore in, in the Huffington Post. And, uh, you know, it was a few weeks before the Olympics, and, and I, I just had thought, you know, after reading this, this is one of the most amazing stories I've actually ever heard. And so I, I said to myself, you know, i gotta, I got to talk to this guy. So w- within minutes, I just started emailing anybody that I thought had a remote connection to Gore, you know, his his old high school in, in the United States, in Concord, New Hampshire, his, uh, his college, Iowa State. And, uh, you know, within a few minutes, I had Gore's number. And I was, soon enough, I was talking with him and, 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 you know, it was, you know, it was great because, you know, you can have a great story, but it doesn't necessarily mean you'll have a great central character. And what I found immediately after talking to Gore that we had that as well. I mean, he was humble and charming and, and, you know, what's interesting about Gore is, you know, unlike a lot of people, a lot of athletes, you know, when he speaks about his running, he doesn't really necessarily talk about it in terms of ter- personal bests or his, his time on the course. He, he talks about his running in terms of, you know, inspiring the, the youth of Sudan, South Sudan and, and, and uh, in, inspiring refugees all around the world. So from my perspective, I thought that was just incredible. So I was like, I, I, you know, I, I have to tell this story. So definitely. And Tom, you were sort of brought into this project um, a, a little bit after uh, Bill um, met with Gore. Can you talk about how you got involved? Well, there was lots of media coverage of Gore's attempt to to be allowed to run as an independent because, you know, at first, um, because he, at the time, wasn't a citizen of any country, he couldn't compete at the Olympics, even though he'd run the Olympic qualifying time twice. 
So there's a big media campaign um, from many outlets and many many of his friends and people jumped on the bandwagon and really, you know, trying to lobby the International Olympic Committee to let him run. And eventually um, it worked and, you know, they let him run as independent. And so I was following the story and we wrote a few things on our website about it. And then I gave him a call when he was in London and he was obviously very busy with press commitments and he was running on the last day of the Olympics. And so I met him on the day after he ran the marathon at the Olympics and interviewed him in Stratford, um, him and him and Brad. And we had a really, really nice chat. And just the same as what Bill just said, I was really struck by not only was this guy clearly very talented, but his his self-awareness of what he could mean to South Sudanese youth and the new nation that he was representing. Uh, it really struck me how articulate he was and how motivated he was he, he was by that. So I, after having a nice chat with him, I wrote up the article and um, there was some great reaction from South Sudanese and diaspora and, and in South Sudan. And as I was just saying goodbye, I was like, you know, is, is anyone making a film about your story? Because it really is amazing. And he said, yeah, actually, you know, there, there's a guy making it. Um, I'll put you in touch. So um, him and Brad put in touch with Bill and... I gave him a gave him a call and we had a chat about it and it's gone from there. Obviously, there's been extensive Western media coverage of his story and it sounds like certainly folks at home have been paying attention. How has his story played out there? How he how is he thought of um, in South Sudan, Tom? Well, well, very highly. the The government um, of South Sudan just after he competed. They actually made an announcement and they said, you know, we want to welcome him back to South Sudan at the, the first available opportunity. because We want to thank him for representing um, the new nation. Um, they also um, asked, they also, you know, um, said thank you to um, the South Sudanese model who came, who was Miss World Africa um, very shortly, um, around the same time in September. Um, so the government are, are very pleased um, with what he's doing. And the South Sudanese public, the reaction on on blogs um, that I've read and among the people that I chat to in South Sudan, it's, it's just a, a guy who rises above all the politics of, of the country and rises above um, the, the ethnic divisions, rises above the politics. He's just a really good guy with a really... Um, amazing message and his integrity and his his will to to represent the country which is so young and you know at the moment doesn't have uh, a cultural in, in the world's consciousness mm-hmm. South Sudan in terms of the arts in terms of sport it's not really there yet and um, he can play a, a big role in in changing that and really bringing South Sudan to the world in a positive way and not just about the the news which comes out of the country, which often, um, with the problems with uh, the politics with North Sudan, with the internal problems, with um, a rebellion in one of the states and, mm-hmm. and um, cattle raiding and um, the, the, the economy and the various things, the various challenges that the new nation has, and his story is just a, a really positive one, which is quite inspiring. So one of the things I understand that he's trying to do is to you know, get South Sudan to be recognized by the International Olympic Committee and other sports bodies. Where does that currently stand? Well, 
it's sort of unclear to me where that currently stands. I mean, you know, in order to in order to to be represented by the um, by the you know the International Olympic Committee, in order for them to to recognize you, you have to have a National Olympic Committee. And South Sudan doesn't at this point does not have a National Olympic Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what you know when Gore goes home to South Sudan, that that's where he um, he sees a great place for him to play a great role is to meet with politicians and and really try to get the government going to um, to you know form a national of the committee so they can run in the in the Olympics so he can run in the Olympics so they can have other Olympians run and you know to to join other sanctioning world sport bodies as well absolutely and and that's actually on the Kickstarter page um, for your project uh, bill you noted that that's one of the things you hope to film is his trip back to Sudan in and it will be his first trip back in 20 years is that right Yep, that's that's correct. So we we hope we hope to film it all for sure. Now Gore is going back home for the seeing his village for the first time in 20 years. When and when will that happen? We're not exactly sure. Um, it, there's going to be a lot of logistics involved, but he wants to go as early as a couple months. So you know, May, June, who knows? But that's he really wants to get there and get there fast for a lot of reasons. Uh, he I mean. He hasn't been able to see his his mom and dad for for a long time, so he's really anxious to see them. And and he also, you know, sees this as uh, a good opportunity to to talk to the government. So he so you know it, there'll be the the um, the world championships in in Moscow this year um, as well. So if they can if if the, if you know this the sporting community there can get their act together and and uh, and and sort of. And, and you know, and do the necessary paperwork, then then there's a chance that that Gore would be able to run in the World Championships as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I also just read that Gore um, recently became a U.S. citizen. That's um, correct. Does, is that going to possibly affect uh, which country he represents? Does he have any struggle with that? Uh, le- legally, uh, uh, my understanding is he he shouldn't have. Uh, trouble uh, running for South Sudan now that he is a American citizen, I, I believe, because he's never ran under any flag in the Olympics. So, so that's that's the good news. Um, you know, in terms of conflict, I think the conflict is maybe a little more internal. You know, I, 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 people like to ask the black and white questions of of who do you want to run for, and and you know, the answer is sort of. Very gray, I think, for Gore. I mean, he'll, he's better to tell you about this than I am. But, but you know, he 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 sees himself as a person with two countries. I mean, he he his home, his family, his blood is is South South Sudan. And but his you know he grew up in America, and and he'll be the first to tell you that America gave him an incredible opportunity. It it, it educated him, and he. Um, you know, get, got him a scholarship to college. Uh, well, he got himself a scholarship to college, but you know, it, it, it provided him to some extent a, a certain opportunity of that. And you know, and, and the people, I, uh, the American people, have been so incredibly supportive of him in his career. Um, I think he's sort of torn, and he feels that you know he has two countries. But you know, I, I think he sees that if he runs for South Sudan, Sudan. Um, he can really have the opportunity to to do so much good, you know. And what's interesting is, I 
I just actually even read uh, an article uh, of Gore saying something that he never told me. He said, you know, if if I choose to run for South Sudan, I'll never be a rich man, but I I will know that I've done something good for my country. Uh, I just think that's really amazing. It, it, it's certainly a unique uh, struggle, but I wanted to also go back to this uh, trip home in 20 years. It's sort of hard to wrap your head around, you know, being away from your homeland for 20 years and like everything that this trip would represent. Bill, what are you hoping to capture um, on that journey as the filmmaker from that perspective? Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's 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 going to be a lot to, to to sort of figure out. But our hope is sort of you know, to be a fly on the wall, to sort of capture everything that Gore's going through, uh, you know, not just not just sort of the reunion that is going to be, um, no doubt, intense, an intense moment, the reunion of, of him and his family and his village. Um, but, you know, everything, the weirdness of it, you know, it's going to be strange for him to go back to 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 a place that he 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 hasn't been in 20 years. So we want to capture the reality of the situation. You know, we want to be there for for all of it um, and let him talk to the camera directly about about his feelings. And I think we have a good rapport with him at this point that he's super honest, super um, articulate about his internal emotions, and we sort of want to capture all that. And you know, and 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 we also literally want to capture him. You know. Talking and meeting with the uh, politicians of, of the country to to try to 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 get the ball rolling. So as we said before, to so they can join the world sporting community. Right, Tom. Um, as Bill just alluded to, there's going to be so many differences when Gore first gets off the plane. What are some of the things that he might notice and experience uh, in, you know, South Sudan today versus 20 years ago? Well, it's changed a lot. I mean, Juba, the capital city, for example, has, you know, it's got so much bigger in the last few years with the country becoming independent. I mean, the, the biggest difference, of course, is that there is no um, war with North Sudan anymore, and that was that was the state of the country when he left, and it was a terrible conflict which displaced four million people and um, killed up to two million. So the state of the country is completely different. There are now you know South Sudanese governing South Sudanese now with the the transition from the government from being a, a rebel group to to the, the leading party in, in the state has been a complex one. But the country is making progress. I mean, there are still many challenges. But I think, I think what he'll, I think for him, it'll just be amazing to be in his in, independent South Sudan for the first time. I think he'll also be, you know, he'll also get a very good reception from, from the government and from, from local people and, and everything else. I think what's interesting is a lot of the returnees from South Sudan are often um, referred to as the lost boys for the, the very young yeah. children who walked for <clears throat> days and miles to, to find safety during the civil war. And there's very high expectations when someone's lived in the States for 20 years and they, they return to South Sudan. People really expect them to, to come uh, with lots of money, well-dressed, you know, to be able to, to um, you know, suddenly give out money to all their relatives, this kind of thing. Um, 
And there's a big difference between, okay, some people have been very successful um, and some haven't. So Gore has been very successful in his athletics, um, but it's interesting to see if, if people expect that, you know, because he's been to the Olympics, this suddenly, you know, makes him a rich man and and people will um, expect things from him that, that he can't that he can't give. Um, so I hope that, that what happens is that they, they see what, he can do for the country in terms of being a symbol for the country, being a kind of unofficial cultural sporting ambassador, as it were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In terms of the film, you've you know obviously uh, met your Kickstarter goal um, ahead of schedule. Where where do things um, go from here? So we we met our initial goal, which we're so incredibly grateful and, and thrilled about. And you know we have a sort of secondary stretch goal of of, of raising a total of twenty six thousand, so we can get a proper camera crew to South Sudan um, and film all this as um, as we talked about. But you know, aside from that, is sort of just you know taking it step by step. You know, Gore. I, I'm currently in, in Boston right now, and and uh, Gore will be getting off a plane in Boston in, in less than a week to be at the Boston Marathon. Um, he was supposed to run in the Boston Marathon, but he just got injured, so um, so he'll be watching it from the sidelines, unfortunately. But, you know, I think when it's all said and done, it'll just be one more hurdle that he'll have to go over to, uh, you know, to, to, to his great story. Because whatever, whatever he does next, whatever marathon he, he participates in next, it'll be, you know, that will be that much sweeter. But so we'll, we'll film him in, in Boston and, um, you know, he'll, he'll get on a plane to South Sudan and with a camera in hand and hopefully a, hopefully a camera crew and, and we'll, we'll film that as well. Right. Well, it sounds certainly like a, like an interesting project and, um, it's been uh, fascinating to hear a little more behind the scenes. So thank you both for, for chatting to me about where things stand. And Tom, so fascinating to hear your perspective uh, as someone who's covered the region pretty extensively. It's a pleasure. No, it's been great, great talking to you. We're you know, both very excited about it. And the more people who can get involved and support us in any way, spread the word, it'd be, it'd be great. I mean, I think what is important to say is, now, now we've reached this goal and, and Gore is going with the camera. South Sudan is so cinematically interesting and the events that occur, it's, it's going to look, um, it's going to look cinematically fantastic. Um, we just hope that, you know, we're able to film it in, in the best possible way. Um, but it's going to be a very exciting project and all the more exciting is we don't yet know when we're going to South Sudan. So, uh, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> Always fun to have those question marks out there. Yes, indeed. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Pangea, the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time out, and hopefully you learned something or heard something interesting. And by the way, if you like what you're hearing over here, I hope you'll take a minute and tell your friends uh, or anyone you think might be interested um, and while you're at it, uh, consider checking out the website watchpangea.com. That's W-A-T-C-H Pangea, P-A-N-G-E-A.com, all one word. Um, there you can see uh, previous episodes and also sign up for the newsletter. What's great about that is not only will it give you uh, notifications when a new show's up, but I'm also uh, starting to give recommendations for other interesting global podcasts. I think one of the things with podcasting is um, 
you start listening and you get pretty hooked and you just want more and more um, and they're not always that easy to find. So if, you, if you'd like that and that sounds appealing, definitely sign up for the newsletter and uh, recommendations in your inbox. That's it for this week and look forward to being with you next week.